Welcome down to One Man's Thoughts, Opinions, Views and Reviews of All Things Manchester United. Manchester United versus Spurs. This podcast being recorded the uh, morning after the game, uh, just to give some time for reflection. The game itself started in the first 30 seconds, really positive for United, good move, uh, won a penalty, scored the penalty, went ahead. Um, <clears throat> then the calamity just really uh, hit home. United actually fell apart. The calamity that was United then for a 10 or 15 minute period was um, more than shambolic. As a United fan, it's just an absolute joke. Uh, the first goal for the equaliser, Dembele's goal, was something out of a comic book. Uh, poor Pogba, half sort of won a challenge, and then Bailly, who people have been calling for, faffed around with the ball, and then Maguire tried to take charge, made the situation worse, and then ultimately pulled Shaw right the way for Spurs to score. It was just the most shambolic piece of football I've ever seen from any team ever, if I'm being honest. Then what shortly followed after with the second goal, although... Yeah, quick and decisive play from Kane and Son. Harry Maguire again really needs to look at himself. An absolute terrible foul in the middle of the park, which didn't need to be given, didn't need to be made the challenge to start with. And second, sort of, instead of stopping the ball being played, just sort of backed off a couple of feet, but didn't get back in position, didn't really do anything. Um, Son then took the goal very well. Although I do believe not much blame, but some blame needs to be put towards David De Gea. I thought Son's first touch was heavy. And actually, if De Gea had been more quickly off his line, more alert, better starting position, he may have had a chance to be there or would have certainly been closer to Son to make it more difficult for him. But the shambolic nature of what happened in those couple of minutes was unbelievable. Then moving on to the red card, which was all a bit of a farce, really. Uh, Anti Martial absolutely deserves to be sent off for slapping somebody in the face, and Eric Lamella needs to be uh, really looking at himself hard for going to ground for that. But also, Eric, Lame- Le- Eric Lamella's arm to the throat, chin, is exactly the same as a slap to the face, in my opinion, so should have been red. Um, both players should have been sent off. Eric Lamella look, needs to look at himself as a, as a person. And in that incident, I think everything that is wrong with football is shown. Players trying to get one another sent off was just an absolute disgrace. Um, I will also bring in, at that point, Shaw's challenge second half, which is as just as much of a disgrace. Uh, trying to foul a man without even trying to play, play the ball, it, to me, is an instant red card. You shouldn't be playing football for that. Uh, it was dirty and disgraceful and not the way you should be playing football and ultimately summed up how the game was. Um, Luke Shaw was just lazy. Luke Shaw was one of the quickest players around. He just didn't want to chase back and everybody was a certain amount covering. Uh, they were 5-1 down at the time. Hacking somebody down like that is not a, an acceptable form. It's not a Man United way of playing football. It's just not acceptable and he should have been sent off. Just as in anti-martial, should have been sent off rightly. 
and Eric Namela should have been sent off and needs to look at himself as a person really. I won't go through all the goals, there's no real need. Um, Spurs thoroughly deserved the, the victory. Um, although I thought they were good, United were just capitulating. But if you look at United from a bigger standpoint, the way they fell apart, they conceded the first goal, uh, the equaliser, and you think, well, it's only one all. Somebody needs to get their heads together and, and drive the team forward or settle the team down for five minutes. They didn't, they went 2-1 down. And then nobody still got any composure, and I've said it before, the leadership is just not there. There is nobody on that pitch that is a leader. There's no Roy Keane. There's nobody there that will make a difference, will change the game. When I've said it before, the games have been going against United. There's nobody there to change the game. We rely on just a bit of brilliance, no leadership. And again, I think the balance of the team probably wasn't very good in midfield. Uh, Paul Pogba, again, playing too defensive for me. But that seems to be uh, the way... United are playing, they've got one set formation, they've got no ability to change, no ability to see danger, and it is really costing them. Uh, teams have found them out. <laughs> United looked tired, and they found out it's just not good enough, really. I know a lot of the fans will bemoan signings, um, which, yeah, they haven't made any signings yet. Um, I'll get onto that uh, shortly. However, Today's game or yesterday's game didn't swing on not having Sancho or not having another centre-back. Uh, there were basic defensive mistakes at the back that cost United that shouldn't be made on a Sunday league pitch, really. So that's not really what you see as a United player or should be seen as a United player. I believe that those 11 players that started the game should have given a better account of themselves than they did. I'm not saying that they would have every time win. They should be in the game. They should have a chance. And they were capable of winning that game. But for some reason, they just were a million miles off. And like I say, they, they seem to lack any sort of leadership or structure to change a game. And there's, there's real issues. There's, there is now becoming real issues at United. So moving on to signings, like I say, fans will be clamouring for signings. Although United finished third with that side last year, a young side that can develop, that should be developing. So you shouldn't be losing 6-1 to Spurs. You should still be there or thereabouts with the mix with the same side. A side that can develop. But for whatever reason, United go through these spells where they lose the ability to play, lose confidence, and they cannot change things quick enough and cannot do anything about it. Um, when they get on a run, then they do go on a run and are capable of beating anybody at any time. But that consistency is just not there. And something really needs to happen to change that. In terms of Signings themselves, it sounds like Telez will come in as a left back. I think decent signing actually 27 28 um, is what you would class as probably the finished article. Not much development left there. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I think buying that sort of player is, is needed sometimes. Buying youth all the time is not always what you need. Um, 
Cavani seems to be the other one. Uh, Martial will be out for three games now, so they will need a striker of some sort. Obviously, they don't think Ngalo's good enough, but Cavani's a strange one. He's not a player in his prime. He's a player that's gone past it. He's going to have no resale value. He's going to give you a maximum of two seasons. It doesn't seem any development. Buying a player at 28, 27, 28, 29 at least gives you some development of the team to help the younger players through. A 33-year-old to me isn't going to give you that development. Uh, he is more to me a final piece in the jigsaw if you're pushing for a title or you're going well in a league and you want to bring in somebody to supplement it just to, to give you numbers, to give you extra in those final pushes. And don't get me wrong, Edison Cavani can be a very good player. He has been a very good player. How he will be at United, time will tell. Um, many people have mentioned Falcao. Others have mentioned Ibrahimovic. Could go either way. I just think United have meant to have had this strategy and ha- since Solskjaer came in and been working to it for the last 18 months. And that just feels like it's gone a little bit out the window with the Cavani sign-in. And in some ways, if you can't keep to your strategy... Don't sign Cavani. And I know transfers are difficult. And I don't always see that it's as easy as what people make out. But still, keep to the strategy. Otherwise, there's no point having that strategy in place. So it does leave United, to me, short of a, of a right-sided player. I personally think they need a holding midfield player. I think they need to find a balance in midfield. Um, centre-half, people keep saying they need centre-half I think they need the centre-halves that they've got to stop making silly mistakes um, how you do that, confidence certainly needs to be higher um, a little bit of protection and a few clean sheets would help that as well so where do United go from here? Uh, international break, they'll come back they'll play for their countries I just see them going through a spell of poor form for, for a little while yet and um, they'll need to get a few victories to build a bit of confidence and that's going to take time they're obviously out of any sort of title push or even getting close to any title push um, top four although it's not gone it's going to be a hugely difficult season to finish top four for me I I don't actually see it happening and so it could be a very mediocre season. And I think the manager perhaps will get a lot of the blame for this. Where I'm not convinced the majority of the, the problem is the manager. I do think he may not be perfect like any other manager. He makes mistakes like players make mistakes. But fundamentally, I don't think that he's the one that's causing the most of the issues. Well, thank you for listening to One Man's Thoughts, Opinions, Views and Reviews of All Things Manchester United. Hope to see you back here next time in uh, with a better performance.